Hello, everybody. It is episode 11 of Halfway to Hero. Halfway to Heroes. Halfway I to mean. Sandwiches. Halfway to Euros. <laughs> gyros. Science is still out on how to pronounce that word. Um, what's up, everybody? Uh, hey, guys, what happened in episode 10 of Halfway to Heroes? I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Tell us what happened, Ultrex. We found the guy who had the orb. I made and some then... poor choices. And now he's dead. <laughs> but we got the orb. Okay. And we left off uh, chasing Merlin towards the horses. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we were looking for that horse. And some weird person. Was it a dude? Come out of the woods? Yeah, it oh, was yeah, uh, some little dude. Yeah, yeah. little dwarf. So, Saying, help her. I don't remember that. Yeah, he was telling at, us to help the, her. At the very end. Save her. Save her, that's what it was. Uh, save her. We must save her. You guys actually killed it um, in this what? recap. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't mean oh. you. No. <laughs> yeah, we kill everything. I don't, no. remember, I don't remember. That's not who we guy. are anymore. No. <laughs> I mean, you guys did very good in this recap. Uh, very concise. Uh, hit all the major points. Yes, you have. Uh, you found Arillo. Found out that he was trying to use the orb to bring rain to Flanderdash. Uh, got the orb from Arillo through uh, mutilation and death. Uh, uh, terrible, terrible way. <laughs> way to uh, rub the, it in. The, but there was a brief moment of joy and calm where uh, the whole town kind of ca- came together to, uh, you know, show up for the wake for Luann, Clyde's mom. Um, so that was a, a brief respite. Uh, but then you guys did decide, hey, we need to get this ore back to Scrimmore Academy. Uh, we didn't decide. Merlin decided. Everybody <laughs> else is happy that the rain has stopped at least. Yeah, yeah, the rain has stopped. I really don't know if I mentioned that <laughs> in the in the episode, <laughs> but the rain now has stopped. Um, so as you were fleeing Flanderdash and fleeing uh, Minley and the party and everything, you all were uh, leaving Scrimmore or leaving Flanderdash, made it across the the river. I think you guys threw Merlin or something. Uh, one way or another, you you made it across the river again, and we ended with it being around um, like three in the morning, and you guys like two hours away from Flanderdash, one or two hours away from Flanderdash. And uh, while you were walking on the path, this strange dwarf with this glossy expression over his face wandered out from the uh, the bushes, just saying something over and over about saving her. I kind of went back and forth how I was going to jump into this interlude, but I kind of like uh, just jumping right into where we left off, right when that dwarf uh, came out of the woods and... Um, approached you all and, and started saying that. So you guys are, you guys are about two hours from Flanderdash. It's about three in the morning. You guys have not slept yet tonight. Uh, probably pretty tired, but, um, yeah. So I'm going to drop us right in and, uh, let you guys, uh, go about it. All right. J- just kind of retcon. Are we still feeding our horses apples and watching this? I don't think we got to <laughs> Where did the apples come from? <laughs> I don't remember no, feeding no, no. the horses. You know what? Apple. You know what? <laughs> yeah, we. He said we were taking a break, feeding our horses yes! apples. <laughs> I thought yeah. we were just riding along the trail, no. and the dude came out. Oh, okay, Johnny, you are absolutely right. Wait, yes. were we we were debating on taking a rest, weren't we? Yeah, but you, but you guys were taking like a short, just like a, at yeah. least a few minutes to like feed your horses, so your horses didn't. Wow, it's a good thing Clyde pays attention. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing I literally just listened to it. <laughs> so, so those horses didn't die after? No, they're still no, we, there. We asked this last time. Okay. Yeah, you're all only gone for a couple hours, and oh, uh, okay. yeah, that took place in a matter of a few hours. I thought it was like days. Right. That's the first thing I asked when we got back to the horses. How are okay, they still yeah. alive? That's that's my concern is the horses. You guys are feeding your horses some apples, and this dwarf uh, stumbles out from the bushes, talking about saving her. You got to save her. Calm down, little dwarf man. Save who? Who is this her? And he just keeps, uh, the the only thing you can get out of him is, you've got to save her. And then other than that, he just blanks out. Can I try to smack him out of it? 
That's a very Clyde thing to do. Of course, you can try to smack him out. I was going not super hard, but like just just enough to try to break him out of whatever he's in. Yeah, you 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 smack him a responsible amount, and <laughs> and, um, and uh, and it it does not change his composure one percent he's still he doesn't even acknowledge the slaps actually but he 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 seems to kind of recognize that you all are there he's like talking to you as he's saying you've got to save her but other than that he's not acknowledging anything i'm gonna um uh merlin's gonna wave his hand and see if he can like maybe like look in his pocket to see who this guy is he's got like some id on him (laughs) Okay, uh, roll me an With investigation that, I, check. I'm going to go like real slow. I don't want to okay. like, if he's going to like stop me, I'm going to stop. But Oh, okay. I love it. Uh, roll me an investigation check. I'm sure he has a state issue identification card on. <laughs> <laughs> an Ohio license. Okay, 12. I got a 12. Okay. Uh, yeah, you are slowly reaching into his pockets and you're not seeing anything. But then, uh, as you're reaching into like his back pocket slowly, you see his his pants and his the top of his undies kind of just brace back a little bit. He's butt cracking just a, just a slight amount. And I try to avoid the butt crack. And you try to avoid the <laughs> touching the butt crack, but you do see at the top of his underwear embroidered the name Durundu. <laughs> Can I history check on Jerundu? Those are some nice underwear, man. I I picture this guy totally different now. (laughs) Is that like the Calvin Klein of our world? Do we can I do like a history check? Do I know this guy? Um, I'll go ahead and say that uh you have never no none of you have ever heard of this name before. You guys is is that his name because it's on his underwear, or is that just the brand of underwear? <laughs> it's like crayon written. <laughs> to clear things up, yes, it is. Uh, it's it seems to be an aftermarket uh, effect <laughs> added to these underwears. So um, you would think that this is probably his name. Are you from a neighboring town close by? No response. Just just glazed look at you. He does. He does look at you as you're talking to him, but no response. So we just got his name, and that's it. Should we check around? See if I don't, I don't know. He's a little gnome guy. Maybe he has a little fucking tree stump house or something. He's a dwarf. <laughs> he's not a, a gnome. He's man. a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess he could live in a tree stump somewhere Wait, around. What time is it? Let me see if like I'm three, tired or not. It's like three in the morning. Oh yeah, oh, you yeah, all. You all are pretty fucking tired. I want to tie a rope around his ankle to my ankle. Okay. Oh. I was going to walk at least 300 feet away from this guy before I go to bed. Can I cast Hold Person on him to paralyze him while we're sleeping? <laughs> I don't, it doesn't last that long. I think that only lasts like a minute, right? Can he like lay on him just while we <laughs> sleep? Wait a minute. Why don't we just use Ubo's rope and tie him to a tree? Yeah, I got that rope. I got that rope, boys. Yeah, up to one minute on the Hold Person. Brother. Yeah, I didn't think it was very long. <laughs> And the, let's just tie him to a tree, please. God, All this right. makes me sound like I'm such a horrible robot. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to be attacked. I tie one of them bowling knots right around his ankles, and uh... so you guys are like right now, just on the path to the Scrimmore cabin. Did you guys want to like try to find a little bit better place to make camp for the night, or, or yeah, what? like three hundred? I think we feet. should go off trail for a little three hundred feet, Merlin. What is <laughs> What is the spell or whatever that you've got that needs 300 feet away? <laughs> no, man, 300 feet. That's a far way away, you know? <laughs> but why do you want to... I need to know. I don't know. Like, when you go to the gorge, man, they say you had to camp, like... Well, <laughs> they say 100 feet, feet off, off the trail. 200 feet oh, okay, off the trail. Okay, okay, okay. So I go an extra 100 so this guy doesn't get me. I don't want to get got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you all make it a little bit off this trail just to kind of try to find a little bit more shelter. And as you branch off to the south from the trail, uh, you walk a couple hundred feet and you actually find this set of four stone pillars that are rising from the dirt, each of which is depicting this humanoid figure. But 
the features have been eroded away with the passage of time. You, you can't even tell what race or anything that these are meant to be. You can just tell that they've got two legs and it seems to be humanoid. At first, looking at these statues, it looks like there's this magical invisible barrier that's keeping leaves and debris suspended in the air. But then uh, as you look a little bit more closely at it, you realize that these four pillars are actually holding up this massive pane of clear crystal. And it's just, you know, holding these leaves above the top layer of this crystal. And uh, despite trying to look at this crystal, you, you can't even see where the edge of it begins and where the open air begins. And you can't really tell why this crystal is not broken or damaged, uh, even though obviously through the passage of time, the stone statues have been kind of withered away. But all that aside, this would make for a pretty good camping spot. You got some overhead. You wouldn't have to worry about any kind of um, elements or rain. Even though the rain has died away, you wouldn't have to worry about if uh, there's any rain showers or anything. It's a pretty good uh, camping spot. Can I wake up in the middle of a long rest? Well, it says it says in centuries rest that I have to be in active state for six hours rather than sleeping. But I can hear and see as normal. So I can keep watch. I thought it was four hours instead of six hours. But yeah, so you can pretty much keep watch and do your rest, which is kind of cool. I'm just going to go in my shell. Do we have to do, do we have to be in a battle for me to use a fire skill? For all checks, if you bring your butt over here, I can use my axe. Hit your butt. <laughs> and make a super hot spark. <laughs> okay. It's indestructible anyway, so I'm fine with that. That way we can see what's around us. Okay. What it sounds like is you guys are starting a campfire and then Altrex is going to do the uh, low power state and just kind of look up. And you guys do have uh, Gurundu tied up. To a tree. So as you all fall asleep, Altrex, you... Is it okay for me to have you like facing Gurundu while you're in your low power state? Yes. Uh, so you're just kind of facing him, and you notice your entire low power state. Uh, it hits about uh, 9 a.m., and uh, everybody's kind of waking up. Uh, all tracks. You didn't see Gurundu bat an eye the whole time. He didn't blink for that six hours. He just yeah. kind of <laughs> stared at you creepily. Guys, there's something really, really weird with this guy. What do you think's wrong with him? He didn't sleep. Let's go back. He didn't even blink. Can anyone detect spells? I was about to say, I wonder if there's some kind of magic afoot. Well, I'm sure it's more than just his foot. Well, you know what I mean. I can can detect good and evil, but I can't detect magic. I can't detect magic either. Ebo? Oh, yes I do. But what would that look like? Ghost ghost meter. It's a ghost meter. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, so I bust out my ghost meter. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, and it's got those two lines that bounce back and forth left to right. Uh, and this beep, beep, beep. And uh, you follow it all up and down, Grundu. And you detect no magic at all. All right, I'm going to start tickling him. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta save her. <laughs> we can't save her if we don't know who she is. You know what, guys? I got an idea. What if we take this guy back to town and ask around if he, if anyone knows where he belongs, you know, who he knows and whatnot? Well, I say before we go anywhere, since we're rested, we just look around like a, maybe like a half mile circumference. Half mile is pretty big. I don't feel big. like I want to walk that far. It's 500 or something feet. Uh, what kind of stuff are you looking for, uh, Clyde? Just anything. Maybe like, you know, get to the edge of a tree line. There's a fucking town over there. Or If you guys want to go that path, it'll be uh, we'll do a group survival check. Uh-oh. Nat 20 plus 1. 21. 16. Dang. Uh, fi- I got a 15. I wasted a nat 20 on a freaking survival check. <laughs> uh, you all make it back to the, the pathway that you branched off of um, that heads to and from Flanderdash to the Scrimmer Academy. Looking around, Merlin and 
Uh, what did Ubo get? I got a twelve. Um, so Merlin and all tracks, you you see the the footprints that he kind of left behind from the trail. Uh, now that the sun's out, it's like nine in the morning. Following his footprints, it, it takes a while. You follow them for about um, maybe a hundred yards, two hundred yards, and then they come to a clearing, and then they just they just end. It's this big open clearing of just grass maybe the size of like a half of a football field and they just stop right and they just stop they stop what the hell is it in the shape of a circle it's kind of rugged this this clearing is kind of rugged it's not it's not like a perfect circle or anything is there any damage to the treetops uh there's no trees in this area at all <laughs> me barely for ufos and shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking illithids come in in ships you know yeah Definitely aliens. Where did he come from? I mean, there's nothing. I want to stomp around the ground and see if there's like a hidden trap door somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to take the 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 pummel of my axe and start hitting the ground looking for a door as well. Man, yeah, this guy's probably an alien or something. Uh, both of you guys roll. I think that would be investigation checks. Oh, I got a seven. I got eighteen, but minus one. So I got seventeen. <laughs> minus one. Yeah, I have a mind. I got a 14 plus zero. I'm just watching them. You all are just kind of walking around, just poking at the ground, and I, nothing really, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Well, this guy just couldn't have come from the sky. Okay, can we use detect magic again? Guys, I think we should just take him to town and see if we can find anybody that knows him. There's something we're missing here, man. There's something he I don't the, think the, so, the, man. The footprints just start out of nowhere. He wasn't birthed. You know, <laughs> right there at the edge, and then just maybe, walked out. Maybe he was. Oh my god, this is freaking weird. Let's just let's. Uh, I'm gonna go with Merlin. Let's just take him back to town and ask right. around. Before we go, I want to start running around in the clearing, make sure there's no invisible objects, and if I hit something, we'll know. <laughs> Wait a minute. I have the I have that lantern that'll show magic items. Lantern of revealing. Yeah. Yeah, the lantern of revealing. So you don't have to run into anything. Unless you want to. Uh, I don't have a lantern, so... So yeah, all checks pulls out this lantern and uh, raises the hood on it. And it shows this rainbow light that, that shoots out from the lantern. And uh, you know that if this lands on any invisible objects, it highlights it for you. And you walk around the whole this whole flat area and you, you find you find nothing. Nothing's lit up. Uh, what? what? There's no invisible um, barnacle man boat or anything like that. Um, man, you built it up. I thought he was going to find it. I know. Maybe that is a good idea. <laughs> that is a cool idea. I say he gets an inspiration for that. I like it. I'll try to get a, you get a point of inspiration because... I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, so I didn't find nothing. What the hell? Guys, this is... This is obviously an alien, but let's take him back to town to see if we, see if we can find who he knows. Can, I'm gonna. Okay, I need to do one thing. I need I to bet, walk up. I to bet him. nobody knows him because he's an alien. You can roll check me if you want to, but I need to pull on his skin, on his neck, and see if he's like a mask or something. Like you pull on the back of his skin, and he says, "Ouch." <laughs> You I gotta, got him to say something else. You got to <laughs> save her. Maybe he's a time traveler, and he's thinking we should save her from some different fucking time. If he's a time traveler, my my mind is gonna le- legit blow up. <laughs> we might as well just go back to town. Fuck Guys, it, let's go. We need to go back to town. We spent so much time here. <laughs> we had to looking for magic shit that's not here. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna throw him on the pony with Merlin because he's the most freaked out about him. I look behind me and I scream. <laughs> uh, so you all uh, bust back into the town of Bright Bank and uh, heading straight for the academy, I assume. Make it into the perimeter of the academy. And um, are you guys heading straight towards the center where like Headmaster wakes offices and things? Yeah. But instead of presenting her with the orb, I want to present her with the, the little dude. Like, here's your orb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, confused. He ate it. You got to wait for him to poop it out. See what she says. <laughs> okay. Um, you all actually go to her office first. 
and her office is empty. And then the next place that's the most reasonable place to think that she is is the uh, cafeteria. And you head there, and she's actually eating breakfast, eating some eggs. And you all approach her. Oh, did... Whoa. That was really quick. Did you all already find the, the rain orb? Yep, here he is. And then I take some food off of her plate. Uh, cool, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, I was eating that still, Ubo. <laughs> My bad. Hey, hey, Ubo. Ubo, that's kind of rude. I'd, I'd give that back. Nope, I put it in my mouth. Wow. Ubo's a turtle. He has no sense of self-regard. Professor Wake gives us everything. She's like the master of everything. Which is why it's still suspicious to me that somehow somebody broke into her vault. Did you ever find out any new information about the vault break-in? Well, we we got the perpetrator. No, out of character, because remember he was in the, 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 the bar, the majestic goose, and some tiny person, he couldn't tell who or what it was, but it was a small person, <laughs> and it just handed him the orb. How tall is Klug? So I was thinking either Klug, the the in uh the shopkeep at the new the new place in the Flander Dash, or his son, the little hillbilly boy. I pictured Johnny, not Clyde. I pictured Johnny having like one of those uh like murder boards where he's got red strings everywhere, <laughs> spider webs, because <laughs> yeah. he's got suspects and shit. Hey, we should make one of those. I mean, dude, it's got to be somebody. You didn't answer my question either. How tall is Klug? Uh, Klug is, I mean, Klug's a goblin. He's pretty short, like three feet tall. Oh, uh, fuck. And they're cloaked. He, like I said, you couldn't tell who or what it was. Do we even know if it was a he? I, I think we should interrogate Miss Wake. Miss Wake is not three feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> She's about six foot. I think we should, I think separately we should go find Klug and ask him some questions. Let, let's all sit down around Professor Wake and then... I'm going to talk to Wake. So, like so. Huh, you go first. Go ahead. No, I don't want you to attack me or anything. So you <laughs> <after>. <laughs> I'm not a bad guy, okay? <laughs> Have you found out anything else about the break-in? Uh, well, n- not anything else about the break-in, but we do have a lead on another orb. How come you couldn't keep track of these things when they were underneath your feet in a vault, but you know where they are out on this whole world? Well, when nobody is attuned to the orbs, they're dormant. But as soon as someone attunes to them, that's when it starts creating these wild weather patterns. Oh, I forgot. Do you want to know where the next orb is? I think we have some other questions for you first. First and foremost, where's this orb at? What do you mean you, what do you mean this is him? I'm going to present her with the orb and say... Wait a minute. I forget what I was going to (laughs) say. He ate the orb. What are you going to do with it this time that we know it's going to be protected? If you couldn't even keep it safe in the vault. Now I'm going to put it back in the vault, but now I'm going to start having a watch on this vault. I uh, mistakenly trusted Klug a little bit too much, obviously, and he was lax in his duties. But now I'm going to be taking the mantle... Uh, protecting the whole vault. Not just the ores, but all the items in the vault. Has Klug been acting strange at all? I mean, he has been, obviously, since the orbs have been discovered to be missing. I've chalked it up as him just being over-cautious that his job is on the line, which it very much is. He may be losing his job for letting these orbs slip out of his grasp, but... You know where Klug is? Yeah, where is Klug? I would assume that Klug is probably either in his quarters or maybe in my office or maybe just... Well, we done checked your office. He ain't in there. I think it was Klug in the cafeteria with the eggs. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say candle holder, but... (laughs) I I saw him just last night. Uh, I haven't seen him yet this morning, but he's, he's on campus, I'm sure. If we release this orb that we may or may not have found, and you say you're going to protect it, we need a sign-in and sign-out sheet <laughs> every day. At all times. And I, I need a copy even, of your signature right now. That is the bare minimum that I'm adding 
to the vault security. I, I, how did you know? Yes, I am indeed adding a sign in, sign out sheet. I'm, I'm adding more than just that, but yes, you are correct. It is going to be falling on my personal duty to protect these orbs now and all the items in the vault, but. But what we need to agree on is that we see the sheet every day. Uh, that's going to be pretty annoying for you, but sure, you can check these sheets. <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> Every episode, you can check these Every episode, sheets. check in. Ooh, maybe like security eagles? <laughs> yeah, something No, like security that. parrots. Security beagles. <laughs> gargoyles. Oh. Let's put gargoyles up in front of the walls. Gargoyles make more sense. They don't move, you know. I've got my methods. Uh, I've got my methods that I've added. So don't you worry about that. I, I am stepping up the security tenfold. Uh, and got, Klug is out of the picture. He is no longer on watch duty. So don't you worry about that. So what would be really annoying is if these things went missing again. Oh, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? It would. So we're going a little pissed. <laughs> So we're going to need your signature and your your uh, your data sheets from uh, security reasons. Da- daily, 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 daily. Even if we're not here, ship them to us. Daily, <laughs> like, like library checking cards. Use your check magic in, eagles and send them to us. <laughs> yeah. uh, we can. I mean, yeah. I mean, we we can work out the details. We'll get it figured out somehow. But yes. Can you, is this a thing? You, you know how in uh, Lord of the Rings, like Gandalf, he'll whisper to a fucking moth and then like a hawk shows up? How about this? This is kind of the lowest level I can grant at the moment. I can give you all uh, a sending stone that you'll remain in constant contact with me. It's only a one to one pairing, so you guys will have to like share it. But so walkie talkies? Yeah, but it's, uh, these are, it doesn't matter if you're in Bright Bank or if you're across Modras, no matter where, you'll be able to contact me and I'll be able to contact you and I'll be able to let you know, hey, I'm doing the check now. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> what do those look like? Are they just like magic rocks? Yeah, she pulls it out. She's like, yeah, it's just, it's just a rock. <laughs> Give a it ro- to Clyde. It's a rock with fucking Nextel etched into it. <laughs> <laughs> it says Nokia. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no break of this thing. Also, yeah. I don't know if you ever mentioned Bright Bank. I don't think you did either. I think you did in the very beginning. That's the name of this continent? Is it a No, continent? the name of the city is Bright Bank. That houses the We're Academy. Modras or Modras. Modras is the whole world. Okay, so we're in a little city, Bright Bank. So can we test these rocks at? <laughs> go for it. Uh, I'm going to go in the other room. Okay. That's going to be beeping, man. It's going to be beeping. Square. Yo, where you at? <laughs> I'm right here, Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why your noise is different than mine, Clyde. <laughs> mine says Nextel. <laughs> mine says Nokia. <laughs> over. <What's that? laughs> okay, over. Over. <laughs> Clyde. Clyde, let go of the button. <laughs> Rusty nail candy can. Come on over. <laughs> Clyde, you got to let go of the button so I can talk to you. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Clyde, Clyde, somebody go into the other room and tell Clyde he's got to let go of the button. <laughs> Clyde, Clyde, let, let go of the button, Clyde. Um, I want to, I want to, I want to get this reward. Let's, let's. Let's turn this orb in. Okay, yeah. So so you handed over the, the orb, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, give me that fat loot. She collects the orb and she says, Okay, well, um, just go to Daryl, uh, let him know I sent you, I'll send word ahead to him and let him know that you get your five hundred gold in credits. Um Bam. and uh so okay, but do you all want to track down the next? I do have lead on the snow orb. If that interests you, who is your lead coming from? Well, it's snowing in the island of Estradu, which has never happened in the history of Estradu before. So, uh, it's a pretty solid lead that that's where the snow orb is. That makes sense. But I also got a question about the money. Yeah. 
You said 500 gold. Is that 500 each or 500? Oh, 500 each, yes. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, the island of Estradu is snowing. Uh, that's never happened before in the history of it. It's in the southern hemisphere of Modras. It's 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 a jungle island that uh, Uba, you're from. Is that's where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So Uba, you might be a good lead for this one. We've got a ship leaving out from port at noon today, and it's heading to Port Chimera. Uh, it's going to be tight quarters. I managed to secure you two rooms total on board the Big Terry the Fourth. So, uh, once you arrive at Port Shamaria, you will be unloaded by the Seropod Society. They're going to point you in the direction of the snow, and I mean that's that's the lead we've got to go on. But it should be hopefully another simple collect the orb, get back here. the 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 boat ride is going to be about a about seven days but other than that it should be hopefully just as easy for you all to collect this orb and and come back in time you don't know what we went through to get this orb you know what? i don't you've only been gone a day it was actually really really <laughs> quick, pretty to quick. Me. it was really fast to me i quick pretty much went to sleep woke up started eating eggs and you all came back with the orb <laughs> so i assumed it was really easy you got any more of them eggs uh, she's out. I mean, she slid you her whole plate. I mean, she had to go get a new plate, man. Did I ever receive any mail? I, did I don't know. Did you? It doesn't go through me, the mail. I just found out my mom passed away. I mean, any mail is supposed to be delivered to the rooms. Um, so if not, I would assume not. Klug is on mail duty though, so God damn it, Klug. Ah, uh, <laughs> Klug, we need to kill Klug. He's the boss. <laughs> oh, look who's talking about killing people now. <laughs> Where's your moral compass? <laughs> Pointed right at Klug. So apparently, with Merlin, if if you steal stuff, you're fine. If you're incompetent, fucking kill him. <laughs> I never said kill, did I? Yeah, Yo, you burned one hundred percent. She says, "Okay, oh, so I need to go get another tray of food. So I would suggest maybe <laughs> I would say I would say go talk to Daryl, spend whatever money you want because I don't know what kind of shopping there's going to be in Estradu, but um, at noon, just make it over to the Big Terry and." Um, uh, Captain Ballesteros will be the one that will uh, uh, ferry you across, and uh, you just meet up with her, and um, you should be good. But other than that, am I good to go eat, or did you all have any more questions for me? What's Captain uh, Ballesteros's first name? Captain. 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 <laughs> it's Captain. Captain. Cap. Captain. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you you all could go shopping, or f- I, if you wanted to ask Klug stuff, you could probably find him somewhere. I don't know where he is, but... Wait, is it Ballestero or Ballesteros? I thought it was Ballesteros. Or Ballesteros. Like Westeros, but... Oh, definitely. Ballesteros. <laughs> actually, she's got two first names. It's actually Brittany and Maria. It's really weird. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's strange. It's Maria. That, that name sounds so familiar. Doesn't wouldn't it? it be wouldn't it be Berea? No, it's no it's Brittany Bria. hyphen Bria. Maria. Bria. What what's that Brooks and Dunn song? Maria. <laughs> never never heard that one yet, but I'm really fucking hungry, so I'm gonna go get another plate of eggs. You all do whatever you want. <laughs> and uh she and she leaves. Um so now the question is, what do you all want to do? Do you guys want to go to Daryl, buy some shit? Yeah, let, let's let's go to Daryl and see what he's got, because if we find Klug, I'm gonna wanna beat him up for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> for a little while. He he's he's not sounding too good right now, so let's 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 go buy shit yeah, first. I'm gonna kick Daryl on his fucking Minotaur shin. <laughs> <laughs> what what happened again? In, in it's one sh- from one shot onslaught. Johnny doesn't like any any Minotaur's named Daryl now. Uh, <laughs> was uh, he a dick to you? Or no, something? He, uh, he was. Yeah, he was. Okay, he okay, was, yeah, makes sense. <laughs>
Hello everybody, it is your Dungeon Master, Adam DeWeese here. Thank you all so much for checking out this episode of Half-Hearted Heroes. I'm going to keep this mid-roll super short, just got a couple bullet points. Bullet point one, if you want to help us out and if you want to snag yourself some gorgeous dice sets, you should head over to bit.ly slash halfway to dice. There, that will take you over to our affiliate link for Dice V, which is a company that makes fantastic dice. And the first set I want you to go check out is called Tombstone. They look like uh, they're dice chipped off of a tombstone. They look amazing. You should definitely go grab those before they sell out. And again, that is bit.ly slash halfway to dice. And then you can grab a couple other sets while you're there too, because they're all gorgeous. I did notice that that set I mentioned last week sold out though. So uh, grab these tombstone ones before they sell out as well, because uh, they're really nice looking. Bullet point two, uh, we are only $24 away from our next goal on Patreon, which means once we hit that goal, we're going to start a bi-weekly kind of a Talking Dead style show where me and at least one other person from the show um, will be talking about past episodes of this show and of One Shot Onslaught, and that's all going to be exclusive for patrons. So um, from our patron tiers from one dollar and up so you can pay one dollar a month and you, you'll get access to that podcast feed but we're 24 dollars away from that goal so help us hit that and then help us get that new show started up bullet point three our etsy shop is up and kicking it is bit.ly slash halfway to etsy but there you will find tons of new merch for us uh, we're still adding some more merch as well but um there's some really good stuff up there uh, my favorite shirt in the history of t-shirts is up there uh, it's got a big massive Dustin on the front and then a big Johnny on the back and Johnny got that shirt it's the greatest shirt ever made everyone needs to go grab it and whenever you go to a convention we're going to go to you need to wear that shirt and come talk to us because it will make my day every single time guaranteed all right uh next arc going up in two weeks the start of arc three we're getting in there everybody and i'm having a lot of fun with this i hope you all are too and i will talk to you at the end of the episode bye everybody But no, you all make it to the uh, quartermaster Daryl, and again he you approach the desk, and he's actually working on a like a one of those maze puzzles where he's like trying to find his way out of the maze, and he looks up and says, "Oh, <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Captain, or not Captain? Sorry, that I was, I was saying the wrong name. Uh, Headmaster Wake said you all will be here and uh, give you all your credits, so." Uh, Here's a shopping list for you all. He hands you each your own menu. And he says, uh, you all just let me know what you want to buy. And uh, I'll be working on my puzzle, my maze until then. What, what is What you got there, bud? Is that, a, is that a maze puzzle? Yeah, I'm really good at these. Is that one of those uh, maze puzzles that you draw a line through? Yeah. I take his pen. I take his pen. And I draw a line straight through the fucking puzzle. Cool. Cool, Clyde. Cool. I only have three of these, so please let that be the only one you you screw up. I draw, I draw a straight line through the rest of them. Now I'm now I'm nothing. <laughs> That's the least I can do without without hitting them. <laughs> he crumples up the the notepad and uh, throws it over his shoulder into the garbage bin behind him. He says, okay, so. Nice shot. What can I help? Yeah, thank you. I'm uh, working on being a pro basketball player. That might be interlude <laughs> number three. Um, so uh, what can I help you all with? Let me see what you got for sale. And he hands you those menus that have the pod shop uh, shopping list in. I already know what I want. Yeah, I think I think Headmaster Wake said you got some sort of scorpion tail thing for me. Oh, that's really expensive, Aldrich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can't even afford my simple wand. So, if you all want to kind of just you know spitball some stuff you're looking forward to, um, I've got some official items, and I've got some homebrew items that were made by some of our members of our Discord. I want the ring of crap. 
The ring of crap, a tarnished silver signet ring inlaid with an elliptical brown stone, grants plus two armor class as the overwhelming smell of fecal matter emitted from the wearer causes attackers <laughs> to pause. Once per day, you can cast cloud kill at level five. However, wearing this grants disadvantage on charisma based checks while wearing it. Uh, so the ring of crap, I don't actually have it in the list right now. But I did just see that that lets you cast level fifth level cloud kill. Um, so we are gonna say that that is a one thousand GP item because that is a really really powerful spell. Um, I'm also I'm interested in that, so keep that up there on the counter. Okay. Also, the bag of devouring. Bag of devouring. Okay. Okay. That, that's another thousand. I think you've got like six hundred gold at the moment. <laughs> so no, I have like eight. What? I know what I'm going to buy. Where's your, where did you get eight from? How'd you get eight? I'm assuming I have eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You probably have like 615. Do you do you guys do you guys have a thing where I can apply for credit? <laughs> you guys do payments? We don't we don't really have any kind of payment plans or anything. We just kind of What about haggling? What about services? I'm not supposed to haggle kind of services you require man oh that's what dustin wanted too oh really yeah well shit never mind yeah you can have it man I was just... i've got two of them well we should both get it and we can just smoke out everywhere we go i, I was wanting like on my apron i thought like you know my little i got those little bottles for hair stuff yeah we don't we don't need to smoke you get the, it. Uh, you get it. the spider slippers are they actual spiders <clears throat> no because i want to keep with my my flip-flop motif they're like uh they're like skin tight you know like the morph suit they're like skin tight spidey things and they just go over my feet that way i can keep my flip-flops the slippers of spider climbing yeah those are only 250 gold all right i'll take those and the ring of crap well the ring of crap is a thousand gold by itself well let me finish there (laughs) daryl Okay, I'm telling you right now, that's twelve fifty, and you said you had like six hundred. I'll give you six hundred and a favor at any point in time. Ooh. I'll I'll lose my job if I'm giving you stuff on favors. No, I love this job. Okay, you can say that you uh, you received twelve fifty, and then I will lose my job, Clyde. Okay, just tell him you got robbed, Daryl. Just like the vault did. Yeah. Daryl, if a fucking orb can go missing, $650 can go missing, too. Wait, I don't think Daryl knows about all this. Or gold. Daryl, what would you give me if I sold you my lantern of revealing? Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we buy. Let me uh let me check on that. And uh, you hand over your lantern, and he eyeballs it over a little bit, and he says, this is... This is worth about 250 gold right here. Bam. I'll give you that and I'll pay you the difference for the docent. Is that what's called docent? Is that? Do you have enough for that? I have 579. So if I get 250 from that, I can afford it. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Uh, deal. Because it's eight hundred gold, isn't it, for the Dawson? It's eight fifty. Oh, um, eight fifty. Roll oh, me yeah. a. Uh, that's really close, though. Um, <laughs> roll me a persuasion check, real quick. It's gonna be kind of low. Oh, nineteen plus two. Damn. All right. Uh, yeah, that should we should be able to uh, even that out. Uh, that's only a couple of GP away. And uh, he takes your lantern revealing, walks into the back, and um, comes back out with that. It's it's this little, uh, it looks like a cube, but it's glowing slightly blue. And he hands it over to you. And Altrex, you put this into your chest cavity, and you've got this little slot that opens up, and the cube goes into it. And as it closes up around it... Uh, we'll, we'll read that after. Let's go ahead and let everybody else finish their shopping and then we'll circle back to that and, uh, 
What what can you do for me on that uh that bag of devouring, Daryl? I mean, how much how much gold do you have? After the slippers? Yeah. I'm waiting for him to say twelve hundred or something. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, if I can if I owe you a favor, that means for anything. <laughs> you know? But I I can't lose this job, Clyde, and I can't tell Headmaster Wake that I gave you an item. I've got to log all these items. Hey, Daryl, I I wouldn't even listen to it. Clyde, he's crazy. But <laughs> what would you give me for, like, a robe of useful items? It's got a lot of useful stuff on it. <laughs> and he, uh, he, he's got this his own list in front of himself. And he's uh, dragging his finger down, and he says, "Robe of useful line. That's it's, uh, it's that's very useful. Two hundred gold, right there. What uh, do you use, uh, Kelly Blue Book or Nada? Yeah, what are you using <laughs> there? This is the Daryl Black and White Book. Is that, is that fair trade in value, or I think I'll I think I'll take that. Um, uh, I'm not I'm not giving up my alchemy joke. Oh no, we've used that too much already. We need that bad boy. I mean, there's there's some other there's some other stuff, Clyde. You don't need that. You can save up for that. Or um, <laughs> how much would you give me for Merlin? <laughs> uh, Johnny, that ring of animal influence that you said you oh, wanted yeah, is only yeah. three fifty, man. I'll take that ring as well. So that's five hundred gold flat for both so, of those. So how much was the ring of crap? A thousand. A thousand because of that fifth level spell that you can oh, cast. Oh, so that's it. so that's you nerfing it. Gotcha. That's not me nerfing it. Uh-huh. That is me making it expensive because it casts a fifth level spell that you got to be level like twelve to cast. You don't want me to be happy, man. That's cool. Just admit <laughs> it. I can, only, I can only cast level three spells. Yeah, and I'm a spellcaster. You're a freaking barbarian. Whatever, whatever dude. I want some personal space. Is that so much to ask for? <laughs> but yeah, with that ring, you could get two items, man. Two good items for 500. That's pretty good. Well, I'm capped out now. I'm going to save my money. Sean, did you see that thing for 800 GP? No. The data jack chip? No. I'll give Sean the rest of my money if he needs it. A rare piece of illithid tech that Ubo believes will be the missing piece to make this... Data Jack Mohawk work. Yeah, but what's... I don't even know what it's going to do. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> While this piece is attached, your intellect is raised to 19. If it is above 19, this has no effect. So if your intellect is like 12, that's worth it for freaking 19 intellect. Well, Sean's... Are you, I mean... Yeah, Sean's is only like 15 or something because he's a turtle, which doesn't have any <laughs> intellect furnaces. Let's do it. I'm going to get that, but I don't have enough gold. It costs 800 so we have to figure out uh, some kind of deal going. I, I got 100 gold you can have, Sean. Oh, Damn. snap. Hey, man, can I get that? Can I get that there for uh, 700 gold? You make a deal? That was nice of you, Clyde. If he don't take that, we're all jumping and we're taking it. <laughs> yeah, come on. Give me a little discount. I just saved the world. Uh, Do you have, like, anything to kind of sweeten the pot with? Do you have, like, any um um apples or anything, Clyde? Um, I've got can I use my uh, alchemy Ubo? jug I've to got make some eggs to Ooh, sell to yeah. him? Yeah, Clyde, make some mayonnaise for him. He might like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ubo, real quick, roll a flat, uh, just charisma check, real quick. Uh, a two. A two. Right. Two for mayonnaise roll. I, I need the the books to even out. So, I mean, could, do you have anything you could sell me? What would you give me for four gallons of beer? I'd <laughs> give you two solid gold pieces for four gallons of beer. What about 12 gallons of salt water? <laughs> Less, considerably less. Oh, that's a lot of salt water. <laughs> I mean, do you have any anything Ubo that you can? Not really. Would he like? Would he like a small knife? <laughs> would he like a small knife? <laughs> I got a small knife. That's about it. How much more gold do I have? I gave him a hundred. How much do I have left? I think you're negative twenty. I have six hundred and nine. So if you give me a hundred, seven oh nine. Uh, so Sean, Sean's only like 50 gold away. So I'll get, I'll give him the rest of mine, the other 20. 
I can I can give him a little bit too. I don't have any more. If you, to if give you, you want or me to, I would. guys, I if you want me to mine. give him a little bit, I can give him a little bit. I gave him all mine, Deuce. What's up? That's your that's your wait, brother. Wait, John, how much did you give him? I gave him one hundred twenty. Let's say he's thirty gold away. So wait, how much gold do you have total now, Johnny? Zero. Yeah, he literally gave every <laughs> fucking penny. I think he's trying to repent. How, how much does he need? This is this is the last 30. piece of his mohawk, man. Thirty. I'll give him thirty. Okay. Just, oh yeah, here, here you go. And he uh, goes in the back, comes back, and this is a small, like half inch by half inch square uh, computer chip looking piece of technology. And he hands it over. He's like, I don't really know what this is gonna do for you. Uh, but Uba, you, you know exactly what it's gonna do. You fit it into that data jack mohawk, and then you get your intellect race in 19. I'm a beast now. What, what jumped up your intelligence? Yeah, and that's his entire, his spellcasting modifier, his robots, oh, uh, attack shit. modifier. Yeah, so I actually have, um, 880 now. So that means I have enough for this unicorn horn, and I don't know what this is, but it looks pretty cool. <laughs> and I'm going to get it. So this rainbow-colored spiraled horn resembles that of a unicorn. While holding this, you have a plus one to your spellcasting modifier and spell save DC, and you can also regain one spell slot as an action, and this is recharged after a long rest. So pretty much uh, one more spell slot for you and plus one to your spellcasting modifier. Oh, Not shit. bad. Yeah, with freaking Warlock for sure, I get two spells a day. So now I get three. So now you got three, man. Hell yeah. Barry, go ahead and read what the Dawson does. So this small small metal sphere that went into my chest is an intelligent magic item designed to advise and assist me while it's attached. It has an intelligence score of 16 and wisdom and charisma scores of 14. Once I am attuned to it, it can communicate with me telepathically and can perceive the world through my senses. One of the simplest functions it does is serves as a translator. And it can, it does, let's see, it understands common and giant, but can know up to four additional languages. Elven and Draconic are the most common options. If it knows less than six languages total, blah, 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 you could add more. Um, let's see. In addition, the Dawson can possess up to three of the following traits. Can cast detect magic at will. Can cast detect evil and good at will. Can detect any form of div- divination or scrying targeting the warforged. I can add plus seven to arcana, history, investigation, or nature. And I can add six to insight and six to perception if I choose to do so. And let's see. It can make wisdom medicine checks on me targeting me with a seven or plus seven bonus so if i'm rendered unconscious every turn of mine the dawson Ah. will automatically attempt to stabilize me you can use a bonus action on your turn to request that the dawson use one of its traits on your behalf in the case of skills this uses the dawson's bonuses these traits i did not realize that you choose three of those traits yeah, so it's not all of them. Yeah, uh, I thought it was. No. you got all of those traits. Well, we can we can just we could scratch the three and just that would say, have been OP. Um, how about this? How about I give you one hundred gold back, and you pick three of those that you want to use. So this is a seven hundred gold item instead. Definitely reasonable. Um, let's see. I'm gonna choose definitely. The wisdom plus six to perception because I have zero plus. Yeah, that is really fucking good. I'm going to choose that. I'm also going to do, because I have a negative one to investigation, I'm going to do the plus seven to investigation. That's good. And I'm not really worried. I was thinking about the whole like stabilizing me and the, the plus seven bonus for wisdom, but I have everybody else who can heal me in battle and stuff. So let's do the plus seven to investigation, the plus six to perception, and the detect magic at will. Awesome, man. And and after that, uh, Daryl bids you all a, a farewell, and you head off towards the docks to meet Captain, 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 Captain Maria Brittany Ballesteros, whatever <laughs> it's name. Um, but we're going to pause it right there. We're going to end it, and we're going to do a quick level-up session. So, Barry, 
do you want to quickly talk about what you got at level? So everybody, uh, I think my plan at the moment is every arc, they are going to get two levels. So they were level three and then they bumped up to bam, level four, level five. So, uh, Barry, what did all tracks get at level five and four? So the feet that I chose, I added a heavy armor master nice. feat, which increased my strength score by one, only to a maximum of 20, but I'm not quite there. Went to 18. Uh, and while I'm wearing my heavy armor, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage that I take is reduced by three. Yeah, it's really good. And that's what happened at level four. Level five brought my maximum hit points up to 50 when they were at 38, so that was a significant increase. Um, and also, as long as I make a standard attack, whether with my gauntlets or just a regular attack with my maul, I can now make a second attack in the same action before my turn is up. Yeah, and spoiler alert, literally everybody on the show got a second attack for their level 5. Uh, Bam. Dustin, Dustin got a, it's a, his is a little bit different as a warlock, but in theory, it's a, it's equivalent to a level, a second attack. Uh, Dustin, what did you get at, at level four and at level five? Oh, I did pick, um, stats because I got, um, plus two to charisma. So now I got plus four charisma. And that's my main ability stuff. Five, I just got more spells, I think. Well, no, you picked your, uh, you picked that thing that gave you two Elders Blasters, right? Well, it just gives that to me. Yeah. So I get, um, I get two more bolts of, or well, one more bolt of Eldritch Blast. So when I cast that, I do two bolts of it, and it pluses my charisma modifier now that I got that. Um, what's that called? In in invocations, my invocation. Um, but then I also got more spells. I also got another cantrip. I got chill touch. And I picked enemies abound and counterspell. I got two more. Counterspell is a good one, and enemies abound. It's a weird one, but um, I can like actually tap into someone's mind and make them think enemies are around them. Uh, Johnny, what did Clyde get for level four and five? Did you pick uh, stats I got for four? Two attacks. Yep. Yeah, so pretty much doubled your damage flat for level and five. And I picked strength and dex. My dex is finally plus one instead of zero. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, the plus one helps sometimes. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a big difference. <clears throat> and what's your strength up to now? Your strength uh, strength is up to 18, which is plus oh, four. Not bad. Uh, shot. Oh, anything so else? So that made my athletics plus seven. And then my slide of hand is stealth went up to plus one, which is nice. Uh, and then my two attacks, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a really big jump. I really, oh, I mean, you... and I get three rages. Oh, oh, nice. That's yeah. nice. Uh, Sean, what did Ubo get? For my feet, I got sharpshooter. You have mastered ranged weapons and can make shots that others find impossible. You gain the following benefits. Attacking at a long range doesn't impose disadvantage on your ranged weapon attack rolls. Uh, your ranged weapon attacks ignore half cover and three quarters cover. Before you make an attack with a ranged weapon that you are proficient with, you can choose to take a five penalty to the attack roll. If the, if the attack hits, you add 10 to the attack's damage. And then your level five, I know you get two attacks now also yep and then uh, my my intellect's off the charts now yeah your intellect's high oh and sean did you pick your uh other i know you get another um artificer infusion did you know that boots of the winding path oh those are really cool uh they they pretty much make it so that you can teleport as a bonus action but you had to have been there for your turn so you can like run up to somebody hit them and then teleport back uh, so you're not on them anymore. It's really cool. <laughs> OP. There was another item I was looking at. It was, uh, I think it was boots or a cloak where you could, you could dimension door. 
I think it's a cloak. I forget yeah. which one it's called. The but, but yeah, you love your dimension I, door. I just now See, fucking remember that. Well, it's too that'd be now. cool. But the DM, I'm pretty sure, gets to decide what dimension you go into. No, no, no. no. This one is, is like you can like different? teleport like 500 feet. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, I got gotcha. you. The bag of devouring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I really that wanted this because if you put anything, if you put like animal or food in there, your bag eats it. If you put an but object if it's regular in there, stuff, it's fine. It's like a bag, yeah. right? But if someone else, that's so weird. If someone <laughs> else weird. was to put their hand in there, there's a fifty percent chance that you'll get bitten. The bag sucks you in. You have to make a fucking save to get out of the bag, or the bag <laughs> spits you out into another fucking dimension, and the DM decides what dimension and time that you get spit out on. It would so always he'd be, hell. be gone. Always hell. be gone. Always yeah. oh, so I wanted that. So like, if someone tried to take my shit, they just get eaten and fucking <laughs> spit out somewhere. <laughs> and you don't have to worry about it. They just yeah, I, I would have absolutely no worries about people stealing my shit. <laughs> Try and That's steal a good it. reason. Like, right. Try and like, steal You know, it. like, hey, I'm going to warn you, don't do it. My bag will eat you. They're like, you're, you're fucking crazy. You know, try to steal my shit. My bag eats him, spits him out in fucking upside down world. But yeah, guys, uh, that is the leveling up segment. Uh, we will kick off next session with you all heading off to Estradu, uh, Uba's homeland. Hello again, it is your Dungeon Master, Adam DeWeezy, yet again, here to say thank you everyone for listening, and thank you specifically to all of our current patrons, so thank you Rachel, aka Dragonbait, Tiana H, Danny M, Jason Pervat, Bradley M, Dwayne Mr. Perfect from Lawful Stupid Podcast, Sofa Kingdom, Uncle Scott Chainsaw, Jeremy Fair, Not Iron Claw, Danny T, Matthew G, Brittany and Maria Ballesteros, Brittany D., Sash, Roland L, Undead Monkey, Naomi Sweet, Jurundu, Brian Bridges, Juan Lorber, and the Nerd Asylum. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. If you want to get your name on this list and get a whole bunch of other bonus content, including this new bi-weekly show that's going to be uh, kind of a talk show for uh, this show and One Shot Onslaught that once we hit our goal of $150 a month. We are going to start that up uh, and that will be exclusive to patrons as low as $1 a month. So uh, go sign up, get your name on this list, bunch of cool stuff. Make sure you join our discord bit.ly slash halfway to discord. There you can hang out with us daily. You can play Dungeons and Dragons by text with us. You can meet a lot of really cool people uh, that are super welcoming and always love having our discord family grow. So hop in there. And last but not least, if you haven't yet, you should definitely leave us an iTunes review. It helps us tremendously on chartings and uh, get in front of more people's faces. It's a really big help. And if you leave a review, I'll read it on the show. So again, thank you all for listening. Super excited to see where Arc 3 takes us. I'm super excited for the rest of the campaign. And I will uh, talk to you all later. Bye, everybody. We're going to do one, two, three claps. So one, two, three. That was the closest it's ever been. Do you think so? I think so. Yeah, no one no one really knows quite how to pronounce it if it's Gurundu or Jurundu, but he's one of our patrons. And I, <laughs> I was just about to say, and then someone from Discord. How do you not you don't know how to pronounce yeah. it? I, he and he said he doesn't even know how to pronounce it. He said it's a bullshit uh. made up name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I, I watched this video out of this is out of game right here. I watched this video like this time travel thing. And they mentioned some athlete named Gerundu or Gerundu. Oh, I can't remember uh, if they say Gerundu or Gerundu. I swear to God. Our patron is a time traveler. And now he has made it into our D&D world. So what do you guys <laughs> want to do with Gerundu now? <laughs> I just want you to know in my description, my flaw says my hatred of enemies is blind and unreasoning. That justifies me killing that dude. He was my enemy. It does. I, I couldn't see straight. That. I didn't know what was going on. 
I'm going to tell you, as your war forts and your background, you ha- and your oath, you have a designated enemy, and that designated enemy is Illithid. So that... <laughs> well, maybe he pissed me off so bad, I just pictured an Illithid. <laughs> you thought he was an Illithid. <laughs> it's, it's okay, Altex. Don't you worry too much about it. Um, <laughs> He's not going to let it go. He's worried about it. <laughs> I want to set an entire tree on fire. That'll be our campfire. What? Why would you do that? You gotta set up. I've never been camping before, man. You don't do that. We've got a ship leading. Sorry. We've got a sheep. (laughs) A sheep. We got a sheep over there. A majestic goose podcast.